This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Here's the scenario. You've been injured in a serious accident. The doctor says your recovery could take months, maybe even years, yet your insurance company is denying your claim every step of the way. If something like this happens to you, call me, Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Personal Injury Law. We have offices in Toronto, London, Peterborough, and now Kitchener-Waterloo. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Let me take off the analysis glasses first and foremost. This We're carving out some time for Fred to start this thing off because it's what he deserves. This is the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm Ro Sampson Folk, and Fred Van Vliet just led the Raptors to a victory over the Orlando Magic behind the strength of his 54-point performance. The franchise record for most points scored in a game for the Toronto Raptors is your Fred Van Vliet. Freddie, the record holder for most points scored in game by an undrafted player is your Fred Van Vliet. And the man with the biggest cajones on the floor, Fred Van Vliet, pulling up, pull up after pull up. When they were closing out or getting too close, he was able to get to the rim, play make a little bit, attack doubles when he could, passed out when he didn't have it made the right decision, and still was so efficient in this game that he found room to put up enough shots and put enough pressure on the defense to get to the line, to get to the rim, and to bang triples all night long from downtown. He was immaculate in this game. And I tweeted this out, and I put this in the quick reaction, but the most impressive thing, outside of the scoring, because 54 points is no small feat, But quite a few players have scored over 50 points in a game. Corey Brewer has done it, for example. Of the players that have scored 50 points in a game, Fred Van Vliet just had one of the best defensive performances I've ever seen coupled with a 50-point performance on the other end. He was immaculate. The ability to be so disruptive defensively and expel that much energy while still having it in the tank to go at the Magic repeatedly as they send blitzes and doubles at him. Make the right decision. Take it all in stride. And this game, he started out as a spot-up guy. And the defense changed throughout to reflect how dangerous he was, how potent his game was. And he took it all in stride, and he made the progressions. He went through them, and he made the right decision a very, very large percentage of the time. After he had made what? Nine threes, eight threes. You see the Magic are starting to throw these super aggressive closeouts at him. That doesn't mean the rim is right there for the taking. But Fred, pump fakes, gets himself going downhill. Now he still has to get the rim. What does he do? He keeps his eyes towards the corner. 
because he knows that there's a rotation waiting for him there. And he draws the defender away with his eyes and then scoops the ball up, cuts into the rim. That's great because when you have a lot of defensive attention on you, it's not always easy to make the right play. A lot of guys who get assists do it from low leverage situations. Fred, his ability to score in this game at the rim came from a lot of high leverage situations. And yes, he got out to a hot start with kind of lackadaisical defense, but it ratcheted up significantly. And he was so smart, so diligent, and so talented that he was able to keep beating the Magic. You see how many players get to 44, 46 points and just get iced out of a game. It happens all the time. Teams do not want to let you get 50. Teams, they don't really care if you get 40. They do not want you to get 50 and above. They will lock down. The whole team, five men, are focusing on you. They're very help-oriented. They're going to deny the ball. They're going to press you up 12 feet past the three-point line. Most guys just get iced out. Fred was so smart and still played within the team, took all that extra attention, passed out when he had to, and beat it when he could, and ended up with 54 points. None of it was given to him. And a lot of it, they attempted. They tried very hard to make it so that he wasn't going to get that record. Not on these Orlando Magic. But he was so smart, so diligent, that he got there. 54 points. DeMar DeRozan congratulated him on Twitter afterwards. Said Kyle's old ass couldn't do it. Glad it was him. That's funny. And Fred, he had said that uh, he had been texted from DeMar before after however many games when he had 30. And DeMar always said, like, hey, why don't you go get the record? And so Freddie said he decided to finally do it tonight in this one. What a, what a performance. Fred Van Fleet. I've talked about this on the weekly podcast. You know, I hope he's an all-star. I think he has been the Raptors' lone all-star this year. I, th- I think this game will really help boost some of the votes and his, you know, for lack of a better term, clout. And hopefully we can see the man who bet on himself get into an all-star game. I don't think they should be playing an all-star game. I just, I hope he gets the honor. Although it does appear that there will be an all-star game. And I guess if he's there, the three-point shooting competition might as well employ Fred Van Vliet for one night. And let's see if he can get as hot in that as he did in this one. What a performance, Fred. Good for you, man. A guy who went up against it in so many times in his life and then comes out on top in this type of way an illustrious franchise, the Toronto Raptors. He is the record holder. What a performance. Well done, Fred. And since this game is kind of a fever dream, the analysis throughout the whole thing might be a little bit lacking. If uh, that makes you disappointed in me, I'm sorry. But this game was fun to start, and the magic, they came out gangbusters. Evan Fournier dropping in 12 points in the first quarter, getting into the teeth of the defense, Gary Clark hitting threes, Vucevic drawing a lot of attention, the Magic cutting around that, Cole Anthony slipping in where he can. I thought the Magic played quite well to start the game. The Raptors a little bit sloppy. Pascal, they were clearly trying to work through Pascal. He was taking a lot of the attention in stride. And it was such a mixed bag from him in this one because on numerous occasions, he just saw the defense rotating towards him, saw the double coming, saw them loading up, and made the correct pass. Side top side action ensues. Norman Powell is on the opposite end, hitting a three wide open because Bain set the screen on the guy who is trying to jet out to him. And Pascal made the pass to start and initiate the look. 
that happened quite a few times. Not Norm in particular, but Pascal reading the defense, making the right play. But there are quite a few times in this game too where he leaves his feet, he's just left in no man's land, or he's making really soft passes into tight areas and it's not getting through, or a guy just cuts out of the area that Pascal was looking to find him in. And so Pascal finishes with eight assists. Early on in this one, a mixed bag, and then you can see he's kind of collecting a few assists throughout this one, just shoveling the ball to Fred. And Fred, what was he, eight of nine from three in the first half? Obviously, that's going to help some guys out in the assist <laughs> totals. And Pascal was he was fine to hop onto that. And Fred hopped onto that deficit early on that the Raptors, you know, and Chuma Okeke, by the way, for the Magic, he and Evan Fournier loading it up. Fournier getting downhill a little bit more. Okeke hitting these insane pull-up jumpers. He doesn't profile as a player who would knock them repeatedly in your face, but he was doing that early on. And the Raptors rely on some team-oriented baskets, but also Fred Van Vliet, 17 points in the first quarter, getting their way back into the game. The defense settles down a little bit. The Orlando Magic aren't just swinging the ball twice and then cutting into the teeth of it. Everything kind of evens out, and so we're looking at, after the first quarter, a ball game. At the very least, it's a ball game. The Raptors aren't just having this insane three-point performance or on the other side of things, down 12. No, this it kind of evened out in the first quarter. The Magic, that 11-0 run to start the game, it didn't hold up. It Things evened out. They both, you know, top 30 around the same time. And Fred, in the first half, finishes with 28, 8 of 9 from downtown. And everybody's kind of looking around like, is this maybe the game? <laughs> is this, is it going to happen? It's tough to say because a lot of guys explode in the first half, but it did. Other guys, though, I thought Kyle was excellent throughout this game as far as grab and go. It, it's it's a very underrated aspect of being a point guard in the NBA is getting your team into the most advantageous shot types or play types. And the most advantageous play type by far is the transition play. And that's that can look a lot of different ways. It can finish a lot of different ways. But the Raptors, they they love to get out and transition and relieve some of their half-court woes. Kyle getting to the ball first instead of Aaron Baines saves you, you know, a split second sometimes, one or two seconds other times. And those seconds accumulate on the other side of the court when a guy like Vucevic is trying to get back. And Lowry's beating him. And by extension, there's not a help side defender at the rim if they want to drive it there. Powell, Pascal, getting to the bucket. Bembry, catching a lob, that kind of stuff. It's important. And Kyle, being one of the best rebounding guards in the league, one of the historically great sub-six-foot rebounding guards, that's that's big. And it allows the Raptors to get jump-started a little bit earlier. Fred Van Vliet, he's going to hit some transition threes, just run out to Rarely the corner for Fred in transition, but a lot of times above the break, the 45 extended, he looks really comfortable there hitting shots. And hell yeah, man, find your spot, knock him down. This was a big game. And uh, yeah, transition helped not only Fred get to that huge 54-point total, but it helped the team score. And it just helped progress them through the game as they needed to score to keep pace or to keep the the magic at bay. It was It was really nice to see. As for the Defenders 3 that I love talking about, that is Stanley, Yuta, 
and DeAndre Bembry. Bembry definitely had the most shine in this game. He's been building some momentum in recent games, and I think that's been very clear. His on-ball defense, very sharp. He's a hawk in the passing lanes. This this all sounds very, very familiar, I'm sure. But that speaks to how consistent he's been as of late. He's dangerous both on offense and defense because offensively, there's a little bit of playmaking pop. And I think more so than any other game this season, you saw it a little bit in the preseason games, but DeAndre Bembry making plays off the bounce. He has a much more advanced dribble than both Stanley and Yuta. So that does add an element to his game that they don't have. There's value there. And we saw that tonight. Defensively, as I said, good. Caught a lob. Dangerous. Sneaking across the back line. Love to see it. Good game from DeAndre. I hope this is indicative of where he might be headed in the rotation. I always thought, you know, I was one of the people early on who advocated for Utah to make the, the roster, even before the preseason started. And I still thought DeAndre was going to be the guy ahead of McCaw, Stanley, Utah, all those players, even even Terrence Davis a little bit, just because of Bembry was really sharp in Atlanta. I thought a lot of his skills would translate. I think we're getting closer to that now. I love to see that. Baines wasn't the same unbelievable monster on the glass that he was in last game, but I still thought the defense was really, really good on Vucevic. Vuce is an extremely talented big man. He, he was quite jump shot heavy in this one. He obviously had more success when he was able to turn the corner on Baines. But Baines, with each game, is growing a little bit more spry. He can hang with guys. You know, he had a, a big dunk where he was, man, he was fast coming down the lane offensively. But defensively, moving himself around the back end of the Raptors defense at a level that I think a lot of people can appreciate. So that was really nice to see. And the, the first half outside of Fred absolutely teeing off from three, it was so-so. And the third quarter was really where Fred took off and this game became less about the Raptors securing the win for the optics, right? Because I've spent more time talking about Fred and everybody's going to spend way more time talking about Fred than the Raptors winning this game. Of course, everybody in the organization will tell you the win is more important and it probably is but this is very meaningful for Fred. He took off in the third quarter, really dominating offensively, finding room for his jumper, getting to the basket. The Magic couldn't figure out any way to stop him. The Raptors, that's where they took their big lead, the one that they sustained through the end of the game. Then to start the fourth quarter, they give Fred a little bit of a break. The Raptors keeping the Magic at arm's length with nice team play. Kyle at the head of the snake in that way. And then Fred Van Vliet comes in and by gum, he he puts in his 53rd and 54th points. And it's like, holy smokes, this guy really did it. Undrafted to record holder for most points in a game by a Toronto Raptor, by an undrafted player, 54. What a performance. I mean, the Raptors secure the win. Pretty good defensive game against these Magic, although... You know, there are some things that need to be cleaned up, of course. Offensively, outside of Fred, I liked quite a few of the sets that Nick Nurse ran. Hitting Kyle on a back screen, getting the weak side help to get off their feet, setting another screen to get Boucher loose, headed towards the rim, dumping it off to him. Lots of stuff that they just implemented in the 
in the the smaller parts of the game, the quieter parts of the game. Looks pretty good. I'm not sure. I'm not an NBA coach, so I don't know how indicative those plays are for what they might use later on in the season in more high leverage situations. But they worked tonight, and that was fun to see. So yeah, Reggie Evans Award. I'm going to give it to Fred Van Vliet. That's right. I'm giving it to Fred. The same guy who scored 54 was also tonight's hustler because there was no drop-off defensively. He worked so damn hard on offense to get it. And big shout-out to Fred. I think everything belongs to him tonight. He was he was so special on both ends of the floor. Three steals, three blocks. If that sounds insane, if you're saying, wait, Fred Van Vliet got three blocks? It's, it's those weird uh, statistic counting things where Fred is getting his hand on the ball as somebody's kind of cutting through the lane for a layup and stuff like that. But yeah, he three steals, three blocks, 54 points, incredibly efficient numbers, worked so hard on both ends of the floor. Big shout out, Fred. Reggie Evans award winner. Top quick reaction comment from FunkyCat33. Quote, Freddie's contract looking like a steal, dot, dot, dot. End quote. That's right. As I've said many times before, Fred Van Vliet is at minimum at or below market value for his contract. The more games he has like this, the more it's going to look like he is significantly below market value. He is on a very, very good contract. The Raptors, that was an absolute win for them. Everybody that I know that watches basketball was very happy as far as for the team when he got that contract in the, not the summer, but the offseason just because of how things have changed. And it's very good for a team, very advantageous to put a guy on a contract that's team friendly that he's going to consistently outperform. I think that's been happening so far this season. As I said at the top, probably, hopefully, looking at his first all-star berth. But yeah, that's it. The Raptors win. They defeat the Magic. Five more games to go on this, this road trip. And then they come back and play the Minnesota Timberwolves. But Brooklyn, Atlanta, Memphis, Washington, Boston, all on the horizon and all uh, on TSN. So <laughs> feel free to take it in with uh, Jack Armstrong. But that's it. I've been Samson Foe hosting this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. But whether you got into it in the morning or at night, have a blessed day and goodbye. <laughs>